What's up, everybody? This is One Bourbon, One Scotch, and Two Beards. I'm Daniel, and I'm joined, of course, by my co-host, Ryan. Hello. And this is a Matter of Opinion podcast. Ryan. Yes, sir. Today, we are doing our first serial killer. Interesting. I'm excited to see what you picked. Like I said, I have... I kind of hope that it's somebody that, no, we're not really familiar with. I'm sure you that's what you've done because you don't want to go mainstream with like a Dahmer or an Al Bundy or a... Al Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> Any of those guys. No, I, I didn't. I didn't want to go like the big three, the Dahmer, the Gacy, the Bundy. I didn't want to do that. I mean, there was a couple choices. The one I'm going to, I did pick was um, someone I am familiar with, but I'm fascinated by it. I don't mean that in a sick way. I'm just like... It's interesting, crazy how yeah. the story. I mean, this one's a doozy. I'm just going to let you know. I'm. So, you might want to put a disclaimer out. Yeah, there. before before we move on, I do want to let people know that this does include. Let's see. I think cannibalism, of course, murder, duh, um, necrophilia, and animal cruelty. Oh, and no. it is it's graphic. Like I'm not gonna whatever I found. I'm reading animal so, cruelty. I'm not good. Just letting people know. Um, but before we get into that and before we tell you who we're talking about, let's go ahead and get a little of this, say housekeeping or whatever out of the way. Sounds um, good. And we'll start by what we have been did doing. Did I just spray you with that? You did. I'm sorry. I apologize. You always do that too damn early. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm thirsty. Um, what have you been up to? Oh, we had louder than life last weekend. Um, that was a lot of fun. I had to see a lot of good bands. Kiss is still the best. Um, and um, just kind of hanging out, man. Excited for this episode today. Excited to uh, continue to grow our audience now that we're on, you know, Apple, Spotify, kind of expanding the horizons of the uh, show. Right. We just we just managed to get onto Apple, and I'm try- I think I'm going to try for iHeartRadio or whatever Perfect. Next. Yeah, that'd be great. Um both Ryan and I are very happy with the way things are going. Um, we finally made the threshold where we can pretty soon start doing host red ads for like anchor and such, but um, we haven't got to that just yet. So of course, blue chew, blue chew <laughs> one day, but of course this is still ad free. So um, I let's see last week, last weekend we went to the apple fest in Marion and took Watson and man, God, that dog wore my arm out. I he bet. was pulling me everywhere. And he got all the love, I bet. Oh, he did. Everyone stopped him. Everyone stopped <laughs> that him. That dog, man, he's, he's a, he loves the attention. He gets a lot of good attention. Uh, Megan and I had a um, like a bet that it's, I said it'll be more than 10 people that will stop and love on him or pet him mm-hmm. or acknowledge him. And she said it would be under 10. We were there for like a half an hour. Blew her out of the water. Blew her out of the water. He went on his first. He went on his first hayride. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds hilarious. It it was fun. Um, Wally the Wound Town. And then later in the day, we went and uh, we went to her sister's wedding. Oh, which was very nice. Nice, cool. Um, Then Caleb came over and watched the Buckeyes. Oh, nice. How's Caleb? Good. Good. Real good. Um, But other than that, just. Not too much. We we were talking about, and I didn't know if this is something we've been interested in, but like um, 
more movie uh, reviews and like getting our women involved with it. Like we go see movies and let's bring them in on the episode and then we'll talk about that. Like, we could I, do that sometime. It's just Amber's not a big movie fan. Right. Like, we, thing. we could always bring Megan in for it. Mm-hmm. Like her and I just went and seen the, the movie Barbarian like two weeks ago and would be fun to review that or something like that. So we have yeah. some opinions on that. Um, okay. So let's go ahead and get into our fact of the week. Sure. not been open all right um the fact of the week is the united states has more seal killers than any other country in the world okay okay now i have the top 10 serial killer states okay the most serial killers um number 10 washington okay number eight georgia really number seven michigan Number six, Pennsylvania. And starting the top five, Ohio. OH. 505 serial killers they suspect are still currently killing people. I, I'll have a question for when you're done reading your list. I have a question for you. It came up at work yesterday. Okay. I was kind of giving them like we were talking about the, the podcast and stuff like that. And um, I got a question for you. I'm, I'm curious to peek your mind or pick your mind on it. Okay. Um, number four, New York. Actually, the top four doesn't surprise me at all. New York, number three, Illinois. Okay. Number two, Florida. Or, I'm sorry, number three, Florida. Sorry, this is messed up. Number two, Texas. And number one, which is where our serial killer is at for this episode. California. California. Way too damn easy. Yeah. All right, go ahead and tell, ask me. So... We just got to talking and we were talking about serial killers and stuff like that. And my question is, do you think that there are still a lot of serial killers um, in the world today and they're just better at hiding the fact that they're killing a bunch of people? Or do you think that there's less serial killers in the world today because of the advancements in technology and DNA? And um, I think I'm going to say probably less with the advancements in technology, it's easier to track them down. I'm not saying it's a simple thing to do. It's sure. still going to be difficult, but like compared to like the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, like the DNA testing could have solved those serial killer murders way before they were able to do more damage. And that's kind of what I was, I lean towards. Um, we just like um, had the interesting topic of that. And then we were talking about like Dexter's, like, uh, if there's like Dexter's out there, I want to watch that. Like a vigilante yeah. serial killer. Yeah, I want to. I want to watch that show. I've watched some <clears> of it. I, I need to go back and actually watch the whole series, but I've seen um, a couple seasons of it. I did read another thing that said 1987 was the year with the most active serial killers. They believe really. Yeah, that's just a random random year. You know. Like, have Have you caught that um, Dahmer docu series? Uh, the TV on Netflix. Series. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think we got two episodes left. I'm at episode six. It's good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good, but it's not as gory as you thought it would be. No, no, but it's disturbing. It is. It's very disturbing. He nailed that role. He, uh, yeah, very much um, so. Let's see. Um, 
Let's go ahead and do your trivia questions. What do you got for me this week? Okay, let's see. I think I got you this week. I think I can get you. At least on one of them. I'll Wait, get okay. You. Does it have anything to do with serial killers? It does. Both of them? Kind of. Okay, kind okay. Of. The first one does. The song 213 by the band Slayer is about what famous serial killer? 213. Let's see. I know they did um, Dead Skin Mask, and that was about Ed Gein. Mm-hmm. Uh shit, 213. I'm trying to remember that song. That song's not standing out for me. Richard Ramirez. Nope. Who? Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. That was the apartment number he lived in when oh, the cops got him. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Why does that not stand out for me? I wonder what album that was. Uh, yeah, because I should have looked to see what album it was on. But There are two albums, two or three albums in the 90s, or my least favorite of their albums, so I rarely ever listen, listen to, to them. Listen to them. Anything from the 80s and the 2000s, I love for Slayer. Okay, next question. Okay. This band's 2021 album, The Silver Scream 2, Welcome to Horrorwood, where each song is inspired by a different horror movie, is the band's sixth studio album and peaked at number 18 on the U.S. Billboard charts and number one on the Hard Rock Albums chart. Name the band. I do know. I don't, I don't actually know if I've listened to them, but I do know the band. I've read that they did a horror. Album. I love the band. And I had the privilege to see them at Louder Than Life last year. It's not the Black... Brides or no? Damn, you stumped me. What is it? Ice Nine Kills. Ice Nine Kills. You need to listen to them. I think you'd like them. Man, damn, I. You would enjoy them if you would have just asked me what Dead Skin Mask was about. (laughs) I would have nailed that one. Damn. All right. Um. Let's go ahead and get into our lock results from the last time we recorded. Sounds good. Fucking Cincinnati. <laughs> My lock will not be about the Bengals this week. Period. You won. I lost. I'm in the hole one tall boy. Yeah. So I'm not saying I'm going to get it to you anytime soon, but you will get it. I'll get it. I'll <laughs> get it. I know I will. All right. Now, before we get um, right into the serial killer of my choice, let's talk about our beer this week. We can't forget that. All right. And this is a beer that you picked. So go ahead and tell us what we have. It is from Land Grant. Um, been doing a lot of Land Grant lately. Party Parrot Hazy IPA. And um, on here on the can, real quick, it's uh, Land Grant's podcast, the Beers with Brewers podcast. Um, I've never listened to that, but I'm definitely going to have to give it a shot because it sounds really cool. It's about, you know, Land Grant's beers and... Um, if that's what it's about, then I'm interested because I love their beers. Easy IPA. says, how does it taste? Juicy, tropical, tangerine, 6.6% alcohol by volume. Cashmere hops, Sabaro uh, hops, citrus, tropical, stone fruit. Is that pronounced Sabaro? What is that? Oh, maybe Sabaro. Sabaro. Because you not said sure. Sabara, man, or Sabara, the pizza man, really place, hungry. yeah, ah. fucking pizza. Fuck, that sounds great right now. <laughs> um, all right, let's go ahead and open this. Since I guess I'll do it since you didn't wait. So, all right, let's get this first sip in. Can you hear me drinking? Mm-hmm. 
Can you hear me swallowing it? Oh, yeah. I heard you oh, swallowing it. Oh, man. Why did I ask that? Why did I ask that? <laughs> All right. So this is, I'm going to do a lot of reading. All right. For this serial killer. And I'm probably going to mispronounce some names. Okay. So just bear with me I'll here. I'll make fun of them. I know. I won't so, make fun of the victims, but. So yeah, so just bear with me here. Um, and of course, um, I, this is a serial killer I'm familiar with, and I'm sure other people are familiar with. It's just one that you don't hear about a lot. All right the time, now. yeah. Like, you know, you, how you always hear about the, the big three or whatever. Yeah. So um, this episode will be about Richard Trenton Chase. Oh, Dick Chase. Dick Chase. Um, also known as the Vampire of Sacramento or the Sacramento Vampire. Um, I thought it was the San Jose Sharks. No. Oh. No. Sacramento uh, Kings? I'm sure he was a fan of them. Oh, okay. Um, actually, no. He was batshit crazy. So, um, <laughs> Just to give you a little info of what he is before I get into the story here. He was an American serial killer who killed six people in the span of a month in California. He earned the nickname the Vampire Sacramento because he drank the blood of his victims and ate their internal organs. Ugh. He did, he did this as part of a delusion that he needed to prevent Nazis from turning his blood into powder via poison they had planted beneath his soap dish. You got to watch those Nazis wanting to, you know, turn your blood into powder, I guess. Like, geez, zip. All right. My bones are pretty much dust now. I'm getting old. <laughs> All right. Let's get into his early years and his first signs of his mental illness. He was born in 1950. He was raised in a strict household and was beaten often by his father. Beaten off? Beaten off by his father. What the hell, that screwed anybody up. In his teens, he became an alcoholic and also developed a liking for killing and mutilating animals and fire starting, which are all common traits among serial killers in their youth. Messed up. Yeah. Messed um, up. That's one thing. <laughs> At times I thought, am I too violent when I was a kid? Because I always kept getting in fights and stuff. And then I realized, well, I don't start, start fires and I don't mutilate hurt animals, animals yeah, and that's stuff. Screwed up, so man. I think I'll turn that's out sick. right. Um, let's see. Uh, in high school, he had uh, Chase had a handful of girlfriends. None of them he was able to maintain a steady relationship with, partly due, due to his inability to achieve or maintain an erection. And <laughs> he needed some blue chew, bro. <laughs> exactly, man. If, he, if they would have had blue chew back then, he would have been walking around with a big swinging dick. Oh, that's disturbing. <laughs> and because of his inability to become aroused in the presence of females. Upon, was he gay? I don't, I don't. I mean, you know, I'm just, I'm curious. Was that why? Or? Uh, I don't know. I don't think he was Okay. Gay. I mean, we can get into it here. I don't know. I, I just wasn't, I wasn't sure if that's why he did, wasn't, you know, able to perform or. I mean, he could have been confused. Okay. Like, you know, thinking there's something wrong with him because he's not attracted to females, but he has men. Okay. But it doesn't say anything about him being attracted about to him men, being so. Okay. I was just curious. Upon consulting a psychiatrist, Chase was told that the root of his problems was either repressed rage or a mental illness. Chase did not seek any further treatment after this diagnosis. He would later be determined that Chase had an aversion to conventional sex and could only achieve arousal and orgasm through violent or disturbed acts, such as killing animals and necrophilia. 
Oh, so he just wasn't turned on by women or men. He was just turned on by the fact of like death and body, yeah. like body work. And but I've heard that with a lot of different killers. Yeah. And so, I, obviously Dahmer would be one of them. It's not. Yeah, he wasn't. It wasn't. Okay. Interesting. I wonder, I wonder what it is about death. I don't know. I just, that bothers me. It's, it's fascinating. Like, I mean, it's, I want to know more about it. Like, what is it? That makes, um, yeah. 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 Um, now we're getting to his early adulthood. So he went out and got an apartment and when he was alone in his apartment, he began to capture, he began to capture, kill and disembowel various animals, which he would then devour raw. He then began to put the entrails of the animals he had killed into a blender in order to make smoothies. Oh, the old raccoon possum smoothie. Yeah. Yeah, get you some good protein. Is that what that is? Uh, <laughs> mix a little of that protein powder in there. and See, here's the thing. He thought that by drinking these smoothies, he was preventing his heart from shrinking. He feared that if it shrunk too much, it would disappear and he would die. Interesting. That's why he I was. mean, hey, little extra, you know, possum protein. Now, in 1975, he was involuntarily committed to a mental institution after being taken to a hospital for blood poisoning, which he contracted, get this, after injecting rabbit's blood into his veins. Oh, oh, man. Yeah. But he escaped from the hospital and went home to his mother. He was apprehended and sent to an institution for the criminally insane where he often shared with the staff the fantasies about killing rabbits. And they should have just nicknamed him the White Rabbit. Dude hates rabbits, man. No, he's about to get a nickname right here. He was once found with the blood smeared around his mouth. Hospital staff discovered that he had captured two birds through the bars of his bedroom windows. Birds? Snapped, birds. He snapped their necks. Wasn't a party parrot, was it? No. Oh, no. like I say, I mean. He snapped their necks, and he sucked their blood out. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh. Um, among themselves, the staff began referring to him as Dracula. Dracula? Dracula. Oh. Um, after un- uh, uh, undergoing a battery of treatments involving psychotropic drugs, Chase was deemed no longer a danger to society. And in 1976, he was released into the recognizance word is, of his parents. His mother, deciding that her son did not need to be on the anti-schizophrenic medication that he had been prescribed. Bullshit. Took it away from him. Oh, took it off. Took him bullshit, off. Bullshit, man. Like, uh, I just have a problem with, like, you see the signs. Like, no. you see the signs at a very early age. Like, okay, AD- he needs he needs help. There's ADD. There's ADHD. There's bipolar. You can there's see schizophrenia. I, know, but, I mean, but it's you can all... see, you see these signs. They're not like severe, severe signs. And you put them sure. on medication. Maybe it turns their personality too much. You take them off of it. Okay. Yeah. Or wean him off of it. This dude is eating rabbit guts. And drinking bird's guts, blood. Drinking bird's blood. I mean, blood. shit. Injecting blood into his veins. What? I mean, this is stuff that 
You need to give him more medication, not less medication. You need to take him somewhere and right. put him under some watch. Like, Okay, so let's get into his post-institutional-lation. Uh, there oh, you go. <laughs> uh, I wish I could make this bigger so I could read I think, it better. Uh, My old ass can't read from a distance. I think we need some more of that to keep it warm in here. Insulation. Oh, insulation. <laughs> my, my bad. Um, and I guess his, his, his behavior gets worse here. So his parents put him up in an apartment where he began to capture, torture to death, and drink the blood of rabbits, dogs, cats, and on occasion he killed eight neighbor's pets. What the hell, man? Okay. And at least once contract, uh, contacted the neighbor by telephone to explain what he had done. Imagine someone calling you and saying, Mrs. Hey, Johnson, I got your dog. I mean, like. It tastes pretty damn good. <laughs> at the same what the time. What's wrong with this guy? At the same time, he developed a fascination for firearms and purchased several handguns with which he practiced obsessively. I guess getting a gun back then was a hell of a lot easier than it is now. But Probably is, yeah. I mean, it's still a little too easy now. In certain aspects. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's... We're not getting into that, though. No. He became fascinated by the crimes of the Hillside Strangler. He believed the Strangler was also the victim of the Nazi UFO conspiracy that he believed he was the victim of. Listen to me. I've seen Rob Zombie. And he brings out a giant alien on stage... Wasn't a Nazi alien. But I think this guy would have been a big Rob Zombie fan. I can see that. I can Rob, see that. I mean, Rob Zombie was about like 20. Could you imagine having Rob Zombie in like the 70s and 80s? Like he grew up during that time, but. I don't. I mean, the 80s, I think he would have been fine. He, well, I mean, he started like late 80s. So right. Like mid 80s, I guess. Because, like, the 80s was the introduction of the satanic panic. Yeah. yeah. You had uh, Slayer, you had Iron Maiden, you had Judas Priest, Motley Crue. Motley Crue. Look at Motley Crue's first two albums. The hell, the one, the Shout Out the Devil, Shout had a the devil. pentagram on pentagram. it. So, all right. So, Chase also began to lose interest in caring for himself, which, I'm, honestly, I thought that was already, like, past that. Uh, <laughs> you're drinking bird's blood, bro. <laughs> Um, he neglected personal hygiene, such as bathing, grooming, and brushing his teeth. I mean, I'm there too, but... He stopped eating and dropped to the fairly meager weight of 145 pounds. I still love to eat. I guess I, I get a pass. My, my non-bathing gets a pass because I, I eat well. No, it's... We got to talk about this later. <laughs> One day in 1977... Chase rang his mother's doorbell and greeted her by thrusting a dead cat in her face. He then threw the cat to the ground, knelt down, and ripped its stomach open with his bare hands. He stuck his hands inside the cat, smearing its blood all over his face while screaming. His mother calmly returned inside the house and did not report the incident to anyone. Shame on her. Shame on her. I, oh, man. Oh. Hey, hey, I know what she was thinking. Boys will be boys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bullshit. I mean, okay. Wait, wait. You're telling me you never disemboweled a dead cat? I've never disemboweled a dead cat. Hey. I've never disemboweled any animal. You never they, had a good time, buddy. That's your problem. <laughs> you, the closest thing I've ever come to doing bad to a cat was I slammed your cat's head in the door one time. 
I think she's forgiven you now. I think she has. I love Eleanor. Man, that cat bitched about you after you left. Oh, I bet. I mean, I felt I about cried. Okay, so in August, on August third, nineteen seventy-seven, Nevada State Police discovered Chase's Ford Ranchero lodged in a sand. He drove drift. a Ford Ranchero. Yeah, <laughs> lodged in a sand drift near Pyramid Lake, Nevada. Inside were two rifles, a pile of clothes, and a bucket completely full of blood and a cow's liver. Where'd you get a cow's liver? The officers tracked down Chase, who was naked and screaming in the sand, soaked from head to toe in blood. When questioned, he claimed that the blood was his own and that he had leaked it had leaked out of him through his flesh. I seen that in a music video one time. Cannibal Corpse. Fire up the chainsaw. On December Daddy? <laughs> On December 27, 1977, Chase fired a 22 handgun into the home of a Sacramento woman. The police, searched, the police searched of the woman's home found the slug in her kitchen, but no one was harmed. Now, Jeez, he's just out there firing a handgun into people's houses. We're getting ready to go into his first murder. And before we do that, let's go ahead and take a small break. Sounds good, man. We'll be back. All right, we're back. Sorry, we had to go use the restroom and grab more beers, even though we're not done with the beers we have right now. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and get into his first murder. Now, I will say this. This murder is tame as hell compared to his next couple. But on December 29th, 1977... Chase killed his first victim in a drive-by shooting. Okay. In an apparent warm-up for the crimes he planned on committing. Um, the victim was Ambrose Griffin, a 51-year-old engineer and father of two. Dean who, Ambrose? No. Who was helping his wife bring groceries in to their home. One of Griffin's sons reported seeing a neighbor walking around their East Sacramento neighborhood with a twenty-two rifle earlier that week. The neighbor's rifle was seized, but ballistics tests determined that it was not the murder weapon. Hmm. However, it was determined that the twenty-two used to kill Ambrose Griffin was the same one used to fire the bullet into the kitchen of the Sacramento woman two days before. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, it's just weird how one week before, a guy was walking around with a twenty-two rifle, and then that guy gets killed by a twenty-two round. Yeah, what are the odds, right? What are the yeah, odds? Are Come the on. Odds? <clears throat> so if I was that guy, I'd be like, oh, I'm fucked. All right. Let's now, get into- real quick. Okay. Um, did he target that guy for a reason? Or no. Is it, there's any uh, known reason why he targeted Ambrose? No. Um, from what I've read, it was just a spur of the moment kind of thing. He just got the blood, I- like a bloodlust or... I don't think, and it's going to be hard to believe after I tell you, but I don't think what he did was out of hatred. Sure. Like, I, this guy was just seriously messed up. And that's, you know, I, I, again, after like watching the Dahmer thing, like when he got up there and said none of this was done out of hatred, I honestly believed him. I did believe him. Think he's just really screwed up in the head? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do believe he's screwed up in the head. And I think it was, not to get into Dahmer, but I do think it was a ways to put him in prison and not into a mental institution. Sure. To learn more from him. Yeah. But 
That's just my personal opinion. <clears throat> All right, let's get into the second murder. On January 11th, day after your birthday, 1978. Oh, no, I was born in 92, so it was many years before my birthday. Whatever. So you're saying I'm a time traveler. Chase asked his neighbor for a cigarette and then forcibly restrained her until she gave him the entire pack. Isn't that normal around here, Magnetic? Yeah, you know, you don't give somebody a cigarette up here and you're lucky you don't, you know, they don't slit your throat. Like, I mean, especially when Heine's was in business. Just kidding. Just kidding. Two weeks later, he attempted to enter the home of another woman, but finding that her doors were locked, went into her backyard and walked away. Chase later told detectives that he took locked, he took locked doors as a sign that he was not welcome but that unlocked doors were an invitation for him to come inside. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Man, I leave my doors unlocked. Just is, walk in. It is because of him that I literally tell Megan, lock the fucking door when you come inside. Lock it. <laughs> she doesn't ever lock it. I came home yesterday. Amber Amber doesn't either. She just, they, they leave the door wide open. Like okay. She'll leave the door wide open. She's like, we're just going for a walk. I'm like, I don't care. Shut the door and lock it. So I came home yesterday from work, and Megan was at the fairground down the road with Watson. Yeah. The fucking window was open. The front window was wide open. (laughs) Any uh, stray cats? No, thank God. That's all I needed, more animals. That would have been funny. I don't need any more damn animals right now. You walk in, there's just like six stray cats in your living room. All right, you guys got to go before Megan sees you. I'm not adopting all of you. <laughs> all right, where was I? Um, while wandering around, he encountered a girl named Nancy Holden with whom he attended high school. He attempted to get a ride from her, but frightened by his appearance, she refused. Good. He went down the street where he broke into the home of a young married couple, stole some of their valuables, urinated into a drawer of their infant's clothing and defecated on their son's bed. The couple came home while Chase was still in the house. The fuck? The husband attacked him, but Chase still escaped. Now, how do you feel about that? Like, what would you do? What would you do if you came home and seen that? I would try and get my gun because that motherfucker don't deserve to be in my house. But is your gun within, like, quick access if you run in and see that? Yeah, you're right. Like, I, like I guess that's, like, that's just me shooting off the head. Like, I I don't know. What do you do? Like, I mean, I, what do you do? Luckily, I mean, luckily for me, I do have my size to my advantage. Like, you know, I've been thankful, you know, throughout uh, life that most guys really haven't messed with me. Yeah. Um, but the first thing I'm doing, I'm storming at them. That's yeah. Like they could have a gun, they could have a knife, but my hopes are that I get to him before you can do anything. And that's the thing. Like I shot, like I'm shooting off at the head by, by the gun thing. Like I, I, that's like the easy answer. But in no, all you had honesty, a concealed to carry. Yeah, I mean, but like that's the easy <clears throat> answer to say that. But if that situation, God forbid, that it ever happened, like you know, um, that I'd ever be in that situation, I don't know how I'd react honestly. Like. It's hard saying because I'd never been in that situation. I hope to never be in that situation. Okay, so I was just shooting off at the head. It was I forget this was a couple months ago. I was down in the basement smoking a cigar and I had got off work earlier or something and Megan was still at work. And 
she wasn't supposed to get off for like another three or four hours. And when I was down in the basement, I heard someone come in, slowly open the or close the door. It was like walking like they were creaking, like like the sneaking on the the floor. And dude, it sent me into a whole nother level. I stormed up those stairs and Megan must have heard me. Because it was her. And she came to the door, like, in the basement real quick. She said, no, I'm just, it's just me. It's just me. It's because I was getting ready to go knock someone's fucking head off. That was the first thing I was going to do. So, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's different if you were to walk into your house and find somebody than if you're already in your house, I guess. So, Chase continued to it, um, attempt to enter homes until he came across the home of David and Teresa Wallen. Um, David, Morgan's cousin. Morgan Mullen, there you go. Yeah. David was at work. Teresa, three months pregnant, was in the middle of taking out the garbage and thus had her left had left her front door unlocked. Chase surprised her in the home and shot her three times. Once in the hand, a defensive wound, and twice in the head, killing her. Mm. It was the same gun used to kill Ambrose Griffin. Uh. The twenty two. No. Um, Chase then dragged her body into the bedroom and raped it post-mortem while repeatedly stabbing her with a butcher knife. When he had finished, he carved the corpse open and removed several of her internal organs using a bucket to collect the the blood and then taking it in the bathroom to bathe in it. He then sliced off her nipple and drank her blood using an empty yogurt container as the drinking glass. Before leaving, he went into the yard, found a pile of dog feces, and returned to stuff it into her mouth and throat. Now... That's fucking sick. For whoever's interested in, like, the hardcore true crime, like the pictures and stuff, I believe it's her. There is a picture of her body. Uh Uh-huh. I couldn't even about to say I was gonna ask if you wanted me to show you after Mm-mm. this is over. I'm gonna pass. I can't. Um, I can't do that. I I for a small small second I thought about posting it to our webpage or mm. our Facebook under a uh, sensitive warning, no. and then I thought about I thought that's disrespectful, but um, so no, I'm not gonna post anything like that. But the the picture is out there. I have seen it. And it is graphic. It is very graphic. Wow. So, no way. Take that and do what you want with it. But, all right. <clears throat> Let's get into his third murder, which is a mass murder. Now, oh this. How did the, I mean, how do you not find this dude? This. Well, you got to think about it. The police were looking for a random guy or a random yeah. person that shot someone. When drive by. Okay. There's no video cameras and stuff out there recording the shit. There's no cell phones. True. And not only that, but it's so random. This yeah, he's wasn't just like, picking random people. Yeah, this yeah, this was there's no motive. There's no I hate this person, I'm gonna go kill him, or this person is rich, I'm gonna steal from him. He didn't steal from him, did he? I didn't say anything about stealing. So it does get a bit graphic here though. This is where it gets quite interesting. Uh, 
Um, on January 23rd, 1978, two days after killing Teresa Wallen, Chase purchased two puppies from a neighbor, which he then killed and drank the blood of, leaving the bodies on the neighbor's front lawn. Wouldn't you think that he'd get some kind of like sickness? I know earlier with the the rabbit blood. The rabbit blood. I I think it's not in this specific one. It doesn't tell up about it, but he, I think he did get put in the hospital for just being like poisoned from like animal blood and not. Oh man, like you would think you would end up severely ill. This guy's crazy. He's nuts. I don't even so much think that he's, I mean, obviously it's evil what he's doing. Very evil. But this guy, it's clear as day. He's, he's not mentally sane. He's insane. It, beyond insane. Um, but imagine selling those puppies. And then they show up on your, na- or your, your lawn the next day. He took them to the lawn. Yeah. To the neighbor's front lawn, dropped him off, killed the dogs, drank their blood, and said, "Dude, I'd be wanting to fight, man. I'd be wanting to fight." And they knew who it was. They'd have to, you think? So why didn't they report it? I mean, I don't know. Okay, so it's seventy-eight. If he paid with cash, there's no Facebook messaging and stuff, obviously. No, but you you knew the guy, like right? Or was yeah, he was a neighbor? Or. Yeah, okay, yeah, it does say neighbor, but it doesn't say direct neighbor or not. Yeah, but I don't He lives if he's in the neighborhood, I mean you should like hey, you got a descriptive like idea of who the dude is, like Right. I don't know. I just So on January twenty seventh of nineteen seventy eight, Chase committed his final murder, which also qualifies as a mass murder. He entered the home of 38-year-old Evelyn Miroff, who was babysitting her 22-month-old nephew. Mm. Oh, yeah. Exactly what you're thinking. Um, His name was David. Also present in the home was Evelyn's six-year-old son, Jason. No. And Dan Meredith, a neighbor who had come over to check on Evelyn. Evelyn was in the bath while Dan watched the children. He went into the front hallway when Chase had entered the home and was shot in the head at point blank range with Chase's twenty two handgun killing him. So he's still running around with that fucking It's 22. the same gun. Like ah. right here. It's the same gun that killed Griffin and, and Wallen. Same gun. So that's three people he's killed with that same gun. Now, he turned the corpse over and stole Dan's wallet and car keys. Which is interesting because he didn't do it the last time. Um, Jason ran to his mother's bedroom where Chase fatally shot him twice in the head. This is her six-year-old son. Shot him twice in the head at Point Blake Range. And on the way to killing Chase, or on the way to killing Jason, Chase also shot David in the head. David is the 22-month-old baby. That's boy. So he he shot the 22-month-old in the head. That poor baby. Um... Mm. Chase then entered the bathroom and fatally shot Evelyn once in the head. He dragged her corpse onto the bed where he simultaneously sodomized it. <laughs> yeah. And drank its blood from a series of slices on the back of the neck. Medical examiners reported an inordinate amount of semen 
and the corpse's rectum, indicating an unusual amount of ejaculations. So he did it over and over and over and over. Over and oh my god! Not nah, it's still got a little bit to go here. When Chase had finished, he stabbed her at least a half a dozen times in the anus. So he stabbed her in the anus six times or more. A and poor the, woman. The knife penetrating her uterus. He stabbed her in a series of vital points on the body, which caused blood from her internal organs to pool into her abdomen, which he then sliced open and drained into a bucket. He then cons- oh, no. he, he then consumed no. every ounce of that blood. Every oh, he consumed every bit of the blood that came out. Come on. So Richard Chase then went to retrieve the 22-month David, his corpse. And took it into the bathroom. He split the skull open in the bathtub and consumed some of the brain matter. He ate the baby's he brain. He ate some of the baby's brain. 22 no. month old. Um, outside, a six-year-old girl whom Jason, which was the six-year-old obviously, um, had a play date, knocked on the door, and it startled Chase. He fled the residence, stealing Dan Meredith's car. The girl alerted a neighbor. The neighbor broke into the home where he discovered the bodies and contacted the authorities. Upon entering the home, police discovered that Chase had left perfect handprints and perfect imprints of the soles of his shoes in Evelyn's blood. Chase, meanwhile, this is the last big part. Chase, meanwhile, took David's corpse home with him again, the 22-month-old, where he chopped off his penis and used it as a straw through which he sucked the blood out of his body. That's fucking awful. He then sliced the corpse open and consumed several internal organs and made smoothies out of them, finally disposing of the corpse at a nearby, uh, nearby church. <clears throat> Why? So, I wasn't kidding when I said that it gets... That's beyond gruesome. That's yeah. fucked. Yep. All right. So now that we're done with his murders, thank God, let's get into his apprehension. Okay. So after the Wallen murder, FBI agents Russ and Robert, I can't pronounce Russ's last name, so Robert Ressler were called in to investigate. They compiled a profile of the killer. They determined that the killer would be tall, malnourished, a loner, physically unclean, and that most importantly, he would continue to kill. And probably covered in blood still because he doesn't fucking bathe. Now, I don't know. I don't know about you, but that was that's spot on. That's a hundred. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's it, a perfect profile. So I've listened. I listened to some podcast about murders and stuff like that. Um Profilers are pretty spot on with how so, they they figure somebody out. Yeah, yeah. Their details so, sometimes. On sometimes, like you you know how um, okay you've heard of the Green River Killer. I don't know if you have. Yeah. So I actually have. Yeah. He was profiled by Ted Bundy. Really. And Ted Bundy profile. This is after Ted Bundy been caught. But Ted, oh, I do remember that. He pro- yeah, yeah. He yeah. profiled Ted Bundy. And 
it was above and beyond more than what the FBI did. The FBI wasn't even close. He had it like Ted down Bundy to nailed a T, it, right? Yeah. Which, if you think about it, Silence of the Lambs. That's exactly what the same story. Yeah. You know, yeah. you got Hannibal Lecter talking about Buffalo Bill. You know, Clarice the Buffalo goes, Bills. Yeah, yeah, he, they're pretty good this year. Yeah, yeah. Clarice goes there, and they do that quid pro quo or whatever, and he tells you know, fava beans. Right. Yeah. Ew. Oh, sorry. It's nasty. But you know, he she learns a lot from him about this killer. Mm-hmm. And isn't that weird how that works? It really is. Well, it goes back to what you were saying about like Dahmer. Had you put him in a mental institution and learned more from him, you might and got him to talk more. Yeah. You may have got an insight on the mind of a, a true serial killer. But I think with Dahmer, I think it would have took more time. Oh, although I, he he did open up a lot. He, like the one thing I do respect out of Dahmer, and this is hard for me saying respect for him, he didn't fight. Once he got caught, he didn't go the Ted Bundy route and, you know, deny everything or whatever. He he knew what he did was wrong. Mm-hmm. And he didn't. And he knew that there was something wrong with himself. Right. And he he knew that the best he could do is at least try to identify all the bodies. Yeah. And such. But um, <clears throat> now, five days after the mass murder... And after hearing the FBI profile, Nancy Holden, which was the girl that he went to high school with, mm-hmm. that freaked her out. Yeah, he the, didn't, the, ta- yeah. didn't take a ride from right. her. Yeah. Contacted police saying that she believed Richard Chase could be the killer. The yeah, pol- she said, uh, you know, Dick Chase. He uh, Dick Cheney. <laughs> he also had a 22 that he shot into, was it a into the wild. Oh, my know. God. I don't know if it was a 22. I just knew he shot his gun into the wild. <laughs> the police ran a background check on Chase where they came across his registration of a 22 caliber semi-automatic pistol. Detectives and a team of police went into Chase's apartment where they asked to speak with him. Chase refused. The detectives and the police um, hid down the hallway and waited for Chase to leave, arresting him when he left the apartment carrying a blood-stained box. His parka and his shoes were likewise... He was wearing a fucking parka? Yeah. I think it was orange, too. Oh. Well, red now. <laughs> oh, gross. But uh, he, uh, his, his parka and his shoes uh, were likewise blood-stained. Inside uh, the... Inside were pieces of shredded, blood-soaked wallpaper and the blood-stained twenty-two with which he had committed the murders. Chase claimed that the bloody wallpaper and bloody gun were the result of his killing several dogs. When the police performed a search of Chase's person, they found that he was carrying Dan Meredith's wallet. So the guy he shot in the head twice. Yeah. I'd say that's pretty damning right there. Detectives, along with the other two detectives, performed a search of Chase's apartment. They found the walls, floor, ceiling, refrigerator, and all of Chase's eating and drinking utensils soaked in blood. Of course they did, because he's a sick motherfucker. On the counter was a blender Chase used to make his smoothies. It was caked. (laughs) This is nasty. It was caked in coagulated blood mm. and the rotting matter of internal organs. No. 
Inside the refrigerator, police found several animal body parts wrapped in aluminum foil. What was it going to do with them? Eat them? That's not the bad part. They also found David's brains in a Tupperware container and pieces of his body wrapped in saran wrap. Oh, my God. And several of Evelyn Meredith's um, and Teresa Wallen's internal organs. So the two women he killed, they had organs right. there. Um, on another counter were several pet collars. And on his kitchen table, he had spread out numerous diagrams depicting various aspects of human biology. So... Man, that's a... That, the baby one's rough. That's awful, man. That's just... That, that is rough. I mean, because the baby just didn't get shot in the head. That's horrible enough as it is. But... His head split open. His yeah, and then... brain's being eat, eaten. His penis being cut off. Why you got... And this is... This is not a sane person. By any means. No, like... Beyond, like, beyond insane. Beyond insane. All right, so let's get into the final, um, the final part of this. This is the aftermath. And uh, in 1979, Chase stood trial on six counts of murder. In order to avoid the death penalty, the defense, the defense, wow. Whoa, the defense. Defense. (laughs) (laughs) The defense tried to have Chase uh, found guilty of second degree murder, which would result in a life sentence. No, put this son uh, of a bitch to death. Exactly. Um, Their case hinged on Chase's history of mental illness and the lack of planning in his crimes. Evidence that they were not premeditated and i get that so first degree murder um first degree murder is premeditated you know i and i'm not saying that i always agree that the death penalty is the right answer i'm not gonna say that it's always the right answer but this son of a bitch deserves the death penalty um on may 8th the jury found chase guilty of six counts of first degree murder the defense asked for a clemency hearing in which a judge determined that Chase was not legally insane. Now, I, I disagree with that. So he had a competency hearing. Yeah, like he was... Competent. During so the he was just an asshole. And I... All this... I, I find prove- that hard to believe. Uh, after a man injected rabbit blood into his system, uh, biting off... You know, or eating, drinking bird's blood. Like, this This guy's not saying. conspiracism. Yeah. No, I mean, this guy is not sane. Obviously. Um, And if he is, then he's just a bona fide fucking asshole and he deserves death. Chase was sentenced to die in the gas chamber. Waiting to die, Chase became a feared presence in the prison and other inmates, including several gang members, aware of the graphic and bizarre nature of his crimes, feared him. And according to prison officials, they often tried to convince Chase to commit suicide. I mean, good for them, right? Right, yeah. They probably should have just... They were too fearful to get close enough to him to kill him themselves. Okay. So, I mean, I don't blame them. Yeah, if why, I heard about why that would shit, you get I wouldn't cl- want to be around yeah, why would you get close to him? Um, 
Chase also granted a series of interviews with Robert Ressler, which was the detective, okay. during which he spoke of his fears of Nazis and UFOs, claiming that although he had killed, it was not his fault. He had been forced to kill to keep himself alive, which he believed any person would do. He asked Ressler to give him access to a radar gun with which he could apprehend the Nazi UFOs so that the Nazis could stand trial for the murders. He also handed Ressler a large amount of macaroni and cheese, which he had been hoarding in his pants pockets, believing that the prison... <laughs> hey, 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 detective, hold on, I got something for you. And he reaches in, and he just pulls out a big thing of craft. <laughs> Here you go, sir. I got your evidence. Here you go. It, it reminds me of rabbit brain. Like, So he handed him the mac and cheese believing that the prison officials were in league with the Nazis and attempting to kill him. Oh, macaroni and cheese. That solves everything, man. Wouldn't you agree? Macaroni and cheese? On December 26th, 1980, a guard doing cell checks found Chase lying awkwardly on his bed, not breathing. An autopsy determined... Too much mac and cheese, man. That gets you every time. An autopsy determined that Chase committed suicide with an overdose of prison doctor-prescribed antidepressants that he had been saving up for the last few weeks. I thought you were going to say prison blood. No. Um, and finally, the 1988 movie Rampage was loosely based on Chase's crimes. I have not seen that. I'm interested in watching it. But I haven't even heard of that. So, Wasn't that that movie uh, or that video game Rampage... The giant monster. Oh, yeah. The ape or whatever. The ape, the wolf or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they made, The Rock made a movie with it. It was pretty good. Yeah, Yeah. I've seen the movie. That was pretty good. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So that, that in a nutshell, that's Richard Chase. Old Uh, Dick Chase. That is the vampire of Sacramento. They should have just called him Dick Chase because he was a fucking dick. Now... What's that rate on your scale of like serial killers? That's pretty. That's pretty nasty, man. That's one of the nastier things I've heard. You weren't of. expecting this, were you? I was. I was expecting bad. I knew you were going to give me pretty bad, but that's that's low life, man. Like yeah. and like like with them giving him a competency hearing and deeming that he was. Pretty well competent. I don't, I, I'm not saying that I agree with that because I think he was insane. I think he was beyond insane. But if he really was competent and he was able to hide the competence. That's what I'm saying. He wasn't even trying to hide it, man. He didn't bathe. He didn't take care of himself. His apartment was completely covered in blood. Dahmer, was, Dahmer tried to hide it. Yeah. Do you think Dahmer was competent, though? More than Richard Chase, yeah. Yeah, I would agree. 100%. Um, he went out to find people to bring back to his apartment to kill him. Yeah. That was all part of his plan. You know what I'm, you know what I'm this saying? This guy didn't really have a plan. He didn't have a plan. He just wanted to kill. I, I, did he even want to kill anybody? I mean, did he even know what he was doing? Yeah, the, I mean, he the Nazis were after him. The Nazi... Uh, UFOs were after him. They were going to come down, and he was afraid he was going to get, you know... That's my thing. ...sucked up by them. There's Nazis, and there's UFOs. Then there's Nazi UFOs. Yeah, take, I mean, I know they did some weird-ass shit. 
in World War Two, the Nazis did. It did you know? Like I don't, I don't understand like his logic. Like, and you're never gonna know. That's the thing is, you're never gonna know what his logic was. No. Other than what he told people about the Nazis and the UFOs and, and that's another difference. Drinking yeah. animal blood and shit. Like that's just right. And that that's another thing that I find different between him and Dahmer. Dahmer, when he spoke, when he talked, like Dahmer did not sound like an idiot, Mm-mm. in my opinion. He he talked about how he wanted people to stay with him forever. He didn't, you know, if you watch the show, you, this is weird saying, you almost feel for him. Like he wanted somebody to be there with him, you know? You get the feeling that had Dahmer had somebody like always there, always nurturing him. I I think he's, I'm not saying he still wouldn't fuck up somewhere. Oh, he would. Yeah. That was in his psyche and his. Infuition or whatever was to be disturbing, to be disgusting. But I don't think it would have been as bad had he had been nurtured the right way and taken care of the right way and got help early in life. But he didn't blame anybody except himself. True. And I can respect that. He didn't put the blame on anybody. He didn't. He didn't go the Bundy route and blame like porno. He said it's not. It's not porno. It's not my mom. It's not my dad. It's me. Mm-hmm. I made these decisions. True. And he was ready to face the consequence. He was ready to. And I almost think he wanted the electric chair. Yeah, exactly. And I almost think that he was relieved that he got caught because he knew it was a compulsion that he could not overcome, and. When he got caught, it kind of took that weight off of his shoulders. Like mm-hmm. it, it, no more hiding. Everyone knows everything. It's almost like you can breathe again. What do you think about Chase then? Obviously, he did not. He did not fess up and did not admit to all this. He, he said, didn't. No, he. Oh, no, he said it was the UFOs. Oh, that's right. Yeah, right. yeah. I'm sorry, I forgot. Yeah, he that. said it was the UFOs or whatever, and that those were the murders and mm. that they should be taken in. Yeah, that which that's tells, the, his which, reasoning was. Yeah, he blamed something else. Yeah, which tells me that he was not competent when he was doing this. He was not. Dahmer, I could almost believe was, but Chase, I can. In my heart, I believe this guy is a bona fide insane. Like, needs, needs to be put into a mental institution, needs to be studied, needs to be worked on. Never let out again, obviously. Right. Ever, ever right. again. But a golden opportunity to learn from. Instead, he got put in prison and he committed suicide. And he committed suicide. So, I don't know. I feel like he's an often overlooked serial killer. And uh, this was a good opportunity to get that story out there. Maybe more people can read about it. Um, if you want to read about it, um, I got most of my information from Murderpedia. Um, I was going to ask you, like, where where'd you research from? And- I'm going to put that um, the link to that in the show notes, the show description. So if everyone wants to go and read about it, but... Um, 
if you guys enjoyed us talking about a serial killer, I know my reading is not the greatest. <laughs> um, I got a little bit of uh, cotton mouth from drinking beer here. But Here's uh, a water. I've been... Get that shit away from me. <laughs> hey, but I already drank my water. If you guys are interested in us doing another serial killer pretty soon... Do we have it? Do we have an email? Serial? Serial. Serial. Serial or serial. Pretty soon... We are going to get an email address. Do we have an email? We do. We do. Uh, what is it? It is... Obviously, we don't know it yet. Um, but what I would like is for people to, when more people listen, to email and give me and give us more ideas to talk about. Twobeards at gmail.com. Now, is it two, like the number two, or T-W-O? Hold on. We'll put that in the show notes, too. But I want, if you guys want us to talk about another shield killer, throw it in there. We'll I'm talk sorry. About excuse it. me. Uh, n- correction there. It's twobeardspod at gmail.com. Okay. Or you can send us a message on Facebook at one bourbon, one scotch, two beards. Okay. We also have Twitter, which is at onebeards, dot, uh, Twitter. Man, we got some weird ass messages. Yeah, that's gonna be uh that's gonna be my favorite part. Like, I'm not telling you people to give us one star, but if you do, I'm definitely gonna read that shit. Um, and I'm gonna talk will, shit about you. We will uh like that I think that'd be a great if we get a Patreon. Eventually. I think that would be a great Patreon episode. Absolutely, absolutely. But eventually we'll get a Patreon and we'll get there, but we're way ahead of ourselves. Um, but yeah, um, Twitter I'll, Twitter handle is at one beards. Okay. Um, also, one other thing here, one more social media thing, and then I'll recap it real quick so everybody has it. Two beard pod at Instagram. We have an Instagram account. We have an Instagram account. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I've been working, dude. I've been working. Before you know, I was gonna, we're gonna say dog, and then I'm like. Ah. <laughs> Before you know it, we're going to have a fucking Snapchat. Oh, yeah, that'll be sweet. Uh, TikTok. So, again, Instagram is at Two Beard Pod. And, of course, there's probably not much on there right now, but, but we're in the process of adding and making it something. But, I mean, our, our, main, our main goal is to just record episodes right now. Right now, yeah. Episodes and content, like... We'll follow, right. I think. Right. Um, but again, so, please feel free to email this account, the, the Gmail account, and yeah. give us ideas. If you want to hear more serial killers, throw the stuff out there. Give us you ideas. Want, yeah, if you guys want to hear serial killers, you want to hear music, you want to hear wrestling, you want to hear football, baseball, basketball, um, what else? Movies. Movies, uh, yeah. You know, we're Movie open. Movies, like, yep. We love to talk about stuff. Like, we have a lot that we can talk about. I'm especially down for if someone sends a random movie and be like, hey, watch this and tell us what you think. Yeah, that'd be I cool. I will do that. That'd be cool. That'd be great. So, again, I'm just going to run down our socials and stuff. Facebook is One Bourbon, One Scotch, Two Beards. Um, it's a Facebook page. Twitter handle is at, at One Beards. Instagram is Two Beards Pod. At Instagram. And the email is 
twobeardspod at gmail.com. All right. That's all our socials. <clears throat> so, uh, before we get into our beer review here, because, you know, that's how we end our episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do our locks for the week. Okay. Now, I obviously sucked ass. I had the Bengals. I win. got it. I had the Bengals winning by more than a touchdown against the Cowboys. My God, Cooper Rush still threw for a million yards against Cincinnati. But do you want to go first? I will go first. I took a long shot this week. Okay. Um, I went college football. Uh, so did I love, I. love some college football. So did I. Um, and I took my second favorite college football team, West Virginia. I took West Virginia versus Texas. Oh, I thought about that one, dude. And the over-under in that game is 62 points. Under. I'm going to take the over. You're going to take the over? I'm going to take the over, and I'm taking the upset. Mountaineers, baby, over Texas. Ooh, that is that. is I'm not even going to touch that one, dude. Horns down. <laughs> I'm not even going to touch that one. Okay, so I – mine's not too crazy. I am going to take Minnesota to cover the 12-point favoritism spread over Purdue. This game's in Minnesota. Uh-huh. I think Minnesota is playing very good right now. Um, I think they will beat Purdue by more than 12 points. Okay. Okay. So, um, when it comes to our... Football picks. Did you get my football picks today? I did, yes. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. so you might want to check that last one. I think that last game wasn't right. But yeah, it was supposed to be Virginia, not uh, not Virginia Tech. So it's it Virginia versus... Duke. You took Duke, right? I don't remember. I think I took North Carolina, so if I put North Carolina, I just put Duke. It's the, you it's took two teams that weren't even in <laughs> <laughs> It's the same thing. Um, do you realize how good I did last week? We went, you and me, there was like four people that went 11-1 and one out of 12 games. And you know what? The one that I lost was my upset pick for Wake Forest over too. Clemson. I took Wake Forest over Clemson. I And they and almost they did double it. double overtime. Oh, yeah. my God. We almost had a perfect week, dude. Um. Yeah, so real quick, I'll, the leaderboard right here, I got it pulled up. Uh, Logan is killing everybody. He's at 41 and 7. And then me and Megan are tied in second at 37 and 11. And then you, Gary, just you and Gary on third, tied for third at 36 and 12. Uh, Uncle Bill, my boss, Cindy, my coworker, Jen, our friend, John. Um, are all 35 and 13. Noah is next, and he's tied with Amber's dad, Randy, at 33 and 15. And then Jamie and Amber are tied at 12th, um, 32 and 16. And Corey doesn't even submit picks anymore, so he's he's a uh, last. That's free ten bucks right there. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm opening up my last land grant right now. Um, let's go ahead and get into this beer review. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you've been drinking seltzers. 
I had a seltzer, yes. Um, One seltzer. You know what? I'm so tired of the um, toxic masculinity about seltzers. seltzers. I'm so over that shit, dude. Like, I... I have drank beers from so many different countries. You know that. Yeah, we I, both have. I yeah. usually like, like you know, like Guinness and stuff like that. Were, were seltzers my favorite when I first had them? No, they're not my favorite now. But don't get me wrong. If I look in the fridge, what's wrong with a good seltzer? If I look into the fridge and I have no beer and I see a seltzer, I'm drinking that son of a bitch. These seltzers, a lot of them have they have more alcohol than Miller Lite, Coors Light, Bud Light. Sure. Bushlight and Michelob. I tell you one thing, man. Bushlight lovers, they they think their beer is the best in the world. Hey, I I love Bushlight. I, I like. Mean, Bush I don't Light. mind it either. I like Bushlight. Um, I'm not saying it's the best beer in the world. I don't know that I have a best beer because I'm a guy, and you know this. I drink everything. I like everything. I have a favorite beer that I prefer, but I don't know if it's the best beer in the world. I don't even know that I could say that I, like, I don't even know that I could say that I prefer a beer. You know I've been a Miller Lite guy. You're a Miller Lite guy, yeah, but you know me. Like, I was a Pabst Blue Ribbon guy. You like Bud Light? I like Miller Lite. I like Bud Light. I like Bush. I like um, Coors, Michelob. I'll I'll drink it all, too. Yeah, I mean... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna turn down a beer. Like I, I like beer. Like I'm, I'm not a beer snob by any means. I like craft beer. Uh, Land Grant, man. Like I don't think I. There's only been like maybe one beer from Land Grant where I, I've kind of like, uh, it's not my favorite. I'm probably not gonna get it again. But I tried it, and it is what it is. Like, so, you know, I like. All kinds of different beers. Um, IPAs are not my favorite because I constantly finding my, I'm finding myself thinking they taste too similar. Mm-hmm. But not so much that I don't want to drink them. Sure. So I'm drinking this IPA right now. I'm enjoying it. It's, hazy. It's, it's it's good, but I prefer I prefer hazy IPAs. Like I like a hazy now, IPA. Explain hazy to me. So I, the best way that I could take it is. It's based off like the hops and stuff, like that makes it hazy. It's like the the brewing process, like it's it's less filtered, so you get that like little bit of more like the hops and stuff filtering through it, and it's it's that the it's not filtered as much is kind of my take on hazy. And if I'm wrong, please correct me. Like I, yeah, I, I I couldn't I, correct you. I, I, I don't know. That was my understanding from the little bit of haziness that I. Hazy as uh, excuse hazy education that I've gotten. Now, if this was cigars we were talking, I could tell you all about. Yeah, it. yeah, I could yeah. tell you different countries, different rappers, different binders. But when it comes to IPAs, I am not knowledgeable. I like IPAs. I'm a I'm an IPA guy. I mean, you and I are. I'm getting, a I'm a poor man's beer guy. Like I'm a middle class beer guy. Like I I like beer. After we're done here, we're getting ready to head to B-Dubs and watch the Bengals and Dolphins. And we'll have probably a couple beers there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A couple for sure. Who day? Who day? Who day? Um, Go Fins. Oh, just kidding. Are you serious? No, Get I'm just kidding. out of I'm here, just dude. kidding. But um, Dan Marino is, you know, he's in his last year of his life. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Um, 
We'll probably try a couple beers there. Let's try something different than usual. Okay. The last time I went to beat ups and sat at the bar was with me. No. Oh. oh yeah. No, no, I went one more time before you you know I went that day. Oh. And I had they had the um Oktoberfest for like five bucks a glass. Mm-hmm. I love Oktoberfest. Winter lager's my favorite. You would have liked the um so we did um Woodbridge, they have beer and wine. Okay. Every year. And I got a Blonde, I think, is what I got in a pitcher. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. Jacob got the uh, Oktoberfest. Amber's brother, Jacob, got the Oktoberfest. And um, those were like my two favorite beers that night. Hmm. Now, let's go ahead and get this review done. Real quick. Yeah, yeah. No, so no, let, me, I got, let me get a couple more steps here. Now... We'll start with the uh, can presentation, obviously. Sure. This is an aluminum can, obviously, but the label is a sticker on it that goes all the way around. I like that. Yeah, I don't mind it. I don't don't hate it. Um, It's very colorful, I can tell you that. There's a bunch of parrots all over it. Different colored parrots, yeah. Yeah, but they're not, like, forming anything. It's just a bunch of colored parrots. Um, I'm going to, it's not my favorite. It's not my favorite design. I don't hate it, but it's not my favorite. Uh, if I was to see it in the store, I most likely wouldn't have grabbed it. Sure. But how are you ever going to try things, right? If you don't take a chance on it. Um, it smells like an IPA. There's no denying that. And it tastes like an IPA. <laughs> like... If he was to set me down and put Miller Lite, Bud Light, Budweiser, Michelob, whatever, mm-hmm. and blind like blind test me, like mm-hmm. taste test, I would nail every one of those. Sit down. Well, a I bunch, have to do that sometime. Sit down. All right, yeah. Sit down a bunch of IPAs. I would never tell you the difference. Never tell the difference. I probably could with like a Sam Adams. I know it's not IPA, but like I can do that. Sure. Um, I did not hate the taste. I'm actually. Let me give one more sip here. Polly want a cracker? <laughs> Party pair. Uh, I'm definitely going to give it some extra points just for the fact that it's Columbus. Say what you want. I'm a homeboy. I'm hey, going to do it. I'm going to do it. Some of the best. Uh, okay. Real quick. I'm sorry, but I think some of the best beer is brewed in Ohio. Miller West F- brewed in Ohio, too. F- fight me. Like, I mean... <laughs> Um, I'm going to give this a three and a half out of five. Three and a half. Nice. Three nice. and a half. So in my opinion, I think it should return again. I was going to give it a three and a half. There you go. So. There's perfect. your average. Yeah. So, um, the Land Grant Party Parrot Hazy IPA. God, that's a mouthful. Will make its return eventually. Hey. Um. Now. As for the future here, we, I think we're going to record two more episodes in October. Yep. Um, and we're going to stick with like the spooky season. Like our, obviously one of them is a review of Halloween ends. Yeah. And then you had a great idea for an episode at the end of the month. Right. But let's do our research before we say anything about that. Sure. But um, the Halloween ends review 
that like that episode might be recorded that weekend and not on a Thursday because the movie is released on a Friday, I believe. It's like what the fourteenth? I think so. Yeah, I think so. So we're gonna watch that and we'll take notes. Go go through that. See how we feel about that. And I, I'm very excited about that. I am too. And then uh, hopefully we get that one extra episode in. And, and we've talked about it for the Halloween movies. So yeah, yeah. Um. Other than that, um, we 100% appreciate everyone listening to us, giving us a shot. This is just a small project that I honestly didn't think it was going to take off like it did. Yeah. Like, I'm very I'm very happy with very it. It makes me very, very happy blessed, that people yeah. want to hear us bullshit and talk. Um, but please, if you can, like, you know, tell people about us, share us, whatever. I just... Very, very, very much appreciate it. And then eventually we'll get the Patreon going if it takes off and give shout outs and all that stuff. But very thankful. Very, very, very thankful for everyone giving us a shot and listening to us. Um, and with that, I have nothing else to add. I'm good too, man. I'm ready to close it out. Let's go see the women, the dogs, and head to B Doves. Sounds good, brother. Who day? We'll go catch pack you. Go. We'll catch you guys later. <laughs> bye bye. Bye.